Hello and welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. We're talking about automatically changing your life today with Adam Costa. This is going to be a really good episode. We're talking about building a machine for the future, how to eliminate stress through automation, how to grow your wealth through automation, how to just keep money moving through your machine and in the right direction for you. How do you set it all up? We talk about the benefits of it, but then in the end, we're going to talk how you can actually do it. This is a great episode, so make sure you stay tuned. The money talking points for today's episode are... What small thing can you automate today to get your machine started? And two, how could you automate your finances and what benefits would come from that? With those in mind, let's get right into today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. Well, this issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. All right, welcome to our next interview. I'm here with Adam, and we're going to be talking about automation, which is a fun topic. If you've ever listened to any of my previous episodes, I'm a huge fan of it. But Adam, let's go ahead and have you introduce yourself to everybody. Sure. Thanks, Skylar. My name is Adam Costa, and I am the head of education at dailybetter.org, which is designed to provide free daily email courses to people to help them automate their finances, uh, improve their finances in general, and also work on personal development. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's that's really good. I think I found something that I'll probably sign up for after this recording. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And since you mentioned sign up, I'll just mention it to people very quickly. Uh, for listeners of this podcast, if you would like, you can also have a copy of the book, which is about to be published. You can get free access to it. It's called Retire in 10 Years. And your listeners can get it for free at dailybetter.org slash book. So once again, that's dailybetter.org slash book. And it covers a lot of the concepts that we'll be discussing on today's call. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And of course, the, the link will be in the show notes if you didn't write it down fast enough. So don't worry about that. <laughs> but let's, yeah, let's dive right into it then and start talking about some automation. The first thing that I wanted to start with is how can you automate quickly? Like what are the benefits of getting started with automation? There's a lot of benefits to automating quickly. Um, The obvious one, of course, is if you're automating your finances, you're going to start saving and growing your wealth as soon as possible. I mean, that's that's the obvious one. But I think the, the perhaps more subtle point that is also incredibly important is that you've created a machine that now runs automatically. So now your money is automatically going to be flowing into your savings accounts, your investments, et cetera. It's all going where it should be. And now you can just focus on the two things that really matter when it comes to growing your wealth, which is increasing your income and then also reducing your expenses. As you focus on those two things, let's say you increase your income, you get a raise, you you have a, a side gig, you start a business, you have this extra money coming in. Because your automation is in place, you just take that extra savings and throw it right into the machine which will divvy up the money accordingly. Same thing with reducing expenses. You know, There's a lot of cool things you can do to save money. And as you start to reduce those expenses, you see a little extra money is building up in your savings account, it's in the machine. So that'll automatically work its way into, let's say, various investments. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I can totally see an application for that. One of the things 
that I made sure to write down from that is that the money's going where it should be, which I think can often be something that's hard, especially if you're on the path to growing your finances and things are going in the right direction. Now you're finding yourself saying, what do I do with this sum of money that I'm sitting on? So I think yeah. if, you, if you get this set up, then it's going to happen for you and you don't have to worry about it as much, which takes some mental load off of you. For sure. And, and I love the way you put it. It's, it's, a, it's a good problem to have when you have all this extra money lying around. Yeah, of course. But I think one of the things that could also come with automation is maybe it's a bit overwhelming, but do you have to automate everything all at once? Like, does this whole machine have to be set up within like 30 minutes? Oh, no, not at all. In fact, if, if you wanted to do things one at a time, this is actually a big reason why I founded dailybetter.org was to give people small daily actions so that they could start to see these results. Because I'm, I'm a firm believer in the, the old proverb that a small deed is better than a grand intention. So if you just do a little bit every day, it really pays off. But having said that, when it comes to automating your finances, this stuff is it's simple and it's it's actually quite easy to do. So you could probably set everything up in say a weekend if if you wanted to. But if you want to stretch it out, that's totally cool too. Well, that's good to know because then I think that maybe can help ease the maybe overwhelmingness of it with both that you don't have to do it all at once, but also it may not be that difficult. But for sure, it can. I've I've found for me one of the things that I've been doing a lot of lately is just trying to take some of those things that maybe I do manually and finding some way to automate it. And I've noticed it makes it a little bit easier on me, especially when it comes to paying bills. Like I don't even, I don't have to worry about it because I know the budget's there and things like that. But how does, uh, how can automation impact you outside of just managing your money? Can it reduce stress? How does it help with beyond money implications? Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll treat that as maybe a two-parter. So does it reduce stress? I'm going to specifically talk about finances quickly, but then talk about the broader implications. Um, there was a study done last year that the American Psychological Association did. They said that 65% of people say money is a significant source of stress for them, with many of them saying it was the number one stressor. And more than one in four of them said that they worry about it every single day. Now, if you automate your finances, that helps people understand. You know, they can actually see the numbers and they can say, oh, hey, even though I'm not actually working on this, I know that I'm saving X dollars every day, X dollars every week, X dollars every month. And it helps them understand that they're they're actually going in the right direction. I think that, that that's great for money that alleviates that stress, but there are much broader implications that go with that. Um, in particular, when you're in that, that type of mindset, you start to have a proactive versus a reactive lifestyle. And when I was 27 years old, I was $6,000 in debt. Uh, my fiance at the time, now my wife, we were getting married. And I was working two jobs to pay off that debt. And I was working my ass off. It was like 7 a.m. till midnight, five days a week. And I, I was just, I had no time to do anything else. And it felt very reactive because I was just feeling that crunch. But when you start to have that automation in place, you start to see the numbers going in the right direction. You can afford to be a bit more proactive and not constantly, you know, taking these incredibly short-term decisions that if I'm being blunt, there, there are people that are very low income or, or have a lot of debt. They're forced to make decisions that they shouldn't have to. Like if you go grocery shopping, you, you should be able to say, hey, I'm not just trying to, to cover my expenses for the next couple of days before I get paid. Hopefully you have some extra money tucked away that you can spend on buying something that's more nutritious. You know, that's, that's just one example. Um, yeah, that's, that's really great. I like, I like your grocery store example a lot because I think to speak to a personal example for me and my wife, we 
have gotten to the point where we meal plan honestly a month out and it's only the two of us. So that makes it a little bit easier. If you have a big family, I understand it might be harder, but for us, like we've been able to automate the credit cards and our budgeting and things like that to the point where we know we can buy the food we need for a month. Then we can spend like the next month. My wife says, Oh, Hey, I found this recipe we want to try. So we can just put it on the, like put it on the agenda to try for the next month. And that automation and like cycle that we're in allows us to think ahead instead of trying to figure out what we can afford to eat right now. Absolutely. And and as a result, you get so many extra benefits from that. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you've probably noticed this as well as, as you started to automate finances. It also helps you make automation a habit, not just on the financial side, but in life in general. And I think that that, that leads to a deeper benefit. So instead of of just thinking about setting up an automation, you start to learn to solve problems at the root cause at a much deeper level. And it reminds me of the concept of firefighting twice. So if there's a, a fire, the common approach is, which is a good one, a firefighter will go and put the fire out. So that's the first type of firefighting. Firefighting twice means going back once the fire is put out and saying, okay, what caused this fire? And what can we do to prevent this from happening again? And that ties into automation, again, not just financially, but just in life in general, you start to attack those things at the root cause. So you're like, I don't want to just solve this problem for now. I want to solve this problem forever so that I never have to deal with it again. That's yeah, that's an awesome analogy or metaphor, whatever the right term for it is. I really like that, that saying of find the, find the root cause, and then you can solve it with automation, whether it's Maybe you're always paying your power bill a few days late, like just set it up on auto pay. That's like, a, I would say a simple step to do, but yes. like, what are, what are some of the other side effects that you think that automating your uh, finances or just automating your life can have? Sure. So you had mentioned paying the power bill, just something right there. If you're automatically paying that off, if you're automatically paying your credit card bills, you're improving your credit score right away. That's like one of the easiest things that you can do. You have a better credit score there's a domino effect there. All of a sudden, you're not going to have to pay as much when you apply for loans, for example. And, and that has huge knock-on effects as well. Stepping outside of the, the financial arena, I'd say another big effect is it's the concept of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So a fixed, mind, a fixed mindset, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with the term, um, it just means you believe that your intelligence or your talent is innate and it's unchangeable. If you're not good at something, you, you probably will never will be. But people with a growth mindset, it means that you believe that all these things can be developed if you put in enough time and effort. When you're using automation, it, it forces you to change and make things better. And as a result, it trains you to use that growth mindset. Like you're constantly seeing things improve and it helps you understand that, that ultimately we're all responsible for making things better. Also, when you do automate things, uh, whether it's like paying a power bill, that's not something that, that most people want to do with their day. Uh, you get rid of that. And now you have more time to think about other things that you could improve. And this leads a lot of people to spend their time on things that they find more fulfilling. And it reduces a lot of that, that negative headspace because let's be honest, paying a power bill, is, it's not time consuming. It's you know like maybe five minutes. But I think we all know that feeling where you have something on your to-do list or there's something that you know you should be doing and, and you just don't get around to it. If you automate that, you abstract it away and it, it's gone and you don't have to worry about doing it again. And that leads you to have a greater sense of purpose, a greater sense of fulfillment, because you can start to work on things and spend your time as you see fit. And again, not being in that, that reactive state of mind all the time. Yeah, I, I like that. And I've even seen that over the past, like you and I were talking before we started recording, I've been 
married for just over two and a half years. And my wife and I's discussions around money at the beginning were much longer than they are now. And that's because we have things automated. Like we're just comfortable with the place that things are at because we know they're going to get taken care of. So like it speeds up a lot more, like your time becomes compounding back to you where you start to build on things and your automations build and things get a lot faster for you. Things get more simple because paying that power bill, like you said, is really fast. You go in, you click three buttons, you hit confirm a couple of times and you're mm-hmm. done. But really, like you said, there's that mental time around it where you're saying, oh, that's on my to-do list. I need to do it. I don't really want to do it where you're spending like 30 minutes thinking about it. And once you automate it, all that's gone. That's so true. I, it's like the old adage about time is money and money is time and how you can kind of use them. You know, you can either throw time or money at things, but I've always thought that that headspace is kind of like, maybe it's a subsegment of time, but it's almost like a third dimension in that. Because like you said, with the power bill, you might spend 30 minutes worrying about it. You're not actually doing anything. You're not spending the time on it. You might be out with your kids or spending time with your wife or, you know, out on a run. There was one time ages ago, I went scuba diving and I was just obsessing over this, this thing that I was, I was working on at the time and I was worried about it. And I'm like literally 70 feet underwater in the middle of like the, uh, which one was it? It was the Pacific Ocean. And I'm worrying about this stuff. <laughs> it's just like, that doesn't make sense. You know, it's not, it's not a way to be present mm-hmm. if you're constantly worrying about these things. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone listening can find those moments where they, like we're out doing something like you, like you were just doing and some random thought about something came up and you're like, why am I thinking about that? Like you can just mm-hmm. automate it away, which I think is super cool. Yeah, it reminds me of, um, I actually just got fresh out of a uh, a two-week meditation retreat. If anybody's familiar with it, it's called Vipassana medita- Meditation. And it was just outside of Yosemite National Park. And you sit down, you take a vow of silence, and you sit and you meditate for like 10 hours a day. So you don't talk for nine days straight. And you just focus on your body sensations. And so much of the, the mental chatter, especially in those first few days, is just crazy. You know, you just try to focus on um, like, what does my breathing feel like? And within 15 seconds, the, the mind is just in a completely other spot. So again, time that back in automation, the less things you can have your mental, uh, your, your monkey brain running around, the better. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's Yeah, that's really cool. That was a really good conversation around like the mental t- like takeaways that automation can have. But let's talk a little bit now uh, back to the financial aspect about growing your wealth. Why is growing your wealth easier than almost any other goal? Good question. I think it ties into what I found was a startling fact, which was in CNBC. They said 73% of Americans don't regularly follow a budget to manage their money. And lots of people use budgets in different ways. I know that you're a fan of sinking funds. So like having different funds for uh, different events, like a wedding or you know Christmas gifts, et cetera, mm-hmm. and, and using that. Um, so there's lots of different ways that you can budget, but I think that without automation, that fact just says, hey, three out of four people, they're just not going to do this. And this is not one of those things where you have to put in a lot of time or effort, but you do have to do it and you can see great results. So as to why growing wealth is easier than almost any goal, just as a simple thought experiment, picture two people. So the first one is lying on the couch watching basketball all day, which is how I like to spend my Sundays. Another person goes and spends an afternoon automating their finances. And so they have the money flowing through their accounts and everything is going, like we said, everything is going where it should be. 
And they've set it up that they can save, let's say, $500 a month. You fast forward 30 years and you just imagine that nothing else has changed and those neither of those two people have done anything else. And based on just that single afternoon, the person who automated their finances is now a millionaire. So as you can see, with that type of approach, like where else in life can you go and set up something in the course of like an afternoon that will yield such a huge, huge benefit to you? Like it doesn't work if you're going to a gym. Uh, I know that for a fact, like I'm a tall, lanky, skinny guy. I always have been, I, I always will be. Um, if I don't lift weights for like two weeks, like my muscles just disappear and I don't really have muscle to begin with, you know? <laughs> so mm -hmm. like with exercise, you have to stay with it with nutrition. You have to stay with it with relationships. You absolutely have to stay with it. So all these other aspects of life, the aspects of life that, that really matter, you have to put in that daily effort. You have to put in consistent effort. Uh, to actually see improvement and growth, or at the very least, just to stay where you are. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to finances through automation, like, you just have to do it once. And it's very, very much set and forget. Yeah, that's wow. That's really awesome. Yeah. Like I, I like what you're saying there. Like it's an easy goal because you do it, you spend one weekend on it, like we were saying, or if it's overwhelming to you, spread it out over a week and take it in chunks. But I think like taking that one weekend or that one or two weeks to set it all up, like you just said, makes you a millionaire versus just you just sitting around or not doing it or just thinking about it all the time. So I think, yeah, like like you're saying here, it's uh, easier than pretty much any goal. I, I really can't think of something else that's easier. And I love automation. So I knew I knew a little bit going into this episode what we were going to talk about, but even uh, as someone who automates a lot of things, my my eyes are open to like this new idea of it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's really a, a big reason why I founded dailybetter.org was that there are so many things that we probably should have been taught in school, but we never learned. And there's so many things like automating your finances, for example, if you just do it once, you, you get a lot of benefits. And just by having some real short, actionable advice can help people go a long way. And that's why all the, the email courses that we offer are free, because we just want to make sure that, that people have access to that whenever possible. Awesome. Yeah. I like what you're saying about not getting taught this sort of thing in school. Can you imagine if like your financial literacy class in high school has one day about like setting up this automation and then it runs for the rest of your life? That that would be like crazy powerful for people who oh, are that young. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I remember reading recently, uh I don't have the number in front of me, but it was something along the lines of about 50 to 55 percent of Americans are don't even consider themselves financially literate. So not like, you know, astute or on top of things, but just just literate to understand basic concepts. You could directly address that. Like you said, just just have one day in that class and say, okay, we set these things up for you. You know, particularly if you're in, let's say, high school, you know, just set it up so it's like five dollars a month that it flows through all the accounts, goes where it should be. And then because everything is set up, they just have to go back and and you know, add more money as they make more money. I mean, I think that would be a, a tremendous foundational education uh, and a solid foundation for their finances going forward, all from just like a day, which is crazy. Yeah. Cause you start, you start plugging that in. And then, like you said, in the beginning, that machine, you just feed it the more money that you make throughout your life and it's just growing and growing. And I think this is a, a really good point. And I'm really curious, uh, do you want to walk us through how to set this up or like your, your thought process and how you go through this? Oh, sure. So like I said, this is this is nothing like crazy or, or totally unique, but it's one of those things you, you should just do it. You really should do it today if you're listening. Um, 
So when we're talking about automating your finances, it's basically where does the money come from and where should the money go? And you want to make sure that it flows through the machine properly. I'd say two questions you probably want to ask yourself when you're just starting out is uh, if you if you have a job, uh, do you have a 401k that they're offering you? And if so, does it match? So if they if they match dollar for dollar, if they match 50 cents on the dollar, whatever it is, if they do offer that, talk to your HR person, ask them. If they say yes, start there and just say, automatically invest whatever that number is, whatever the limit is, just automatically put that into my 401k. You don't even see that money. It's just being squirreled away for you automatically. The second question is, do you have any debt? So uh, for example, if you have large credit card debts, then you're going to want to focus on paying that down first instead of putting money into other investment accounts. So to think about this like visually, you ask your HR person to set up your 401k. So that money, it's not even on your paycheck. It's already taken out. Then you get your paycheck. You made it. So hopefully you can have that uh, directly deposited into your checking account. Then from your checking account, at a minimum, it's going to go into three different places. The first one automatically pays off your credit card every month. Um, I know you feel the same way about this as I do, that credit cards are incredibly useful tools if you are good with them but they mm -hmm. can also be really, really dangerous. So if you are comfortable paying off your credit card every month, that is if you have enough money to do so and you don't have like a tremendous amount of debt because you bought like a brand new truck for $30,000, then this is a good strategy. So the checking account automatically pays your credit card off every month. It automatically pays your bills every month. So any bills that you can't use your credit card for, you'll just pay it directly from your checking account. Uh, quick note on that one, the credit card bill and your other bills, you can call all of those companies and have them change the dates so that your billing cycle, also, it falls on the same time. So you can call your credit card company, you can call all these other bill providers and say, hey, um, I'd really appreciate it if you billed me so that I owe you the money on the 7th. So just as an example, if all your bills come in on the 7th, you know you're getting paid on the 2nd of every month. That means you've got the money in the account to pay all of these these bills as they come in. So we've covered the yeah, credit card. Real, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, real quick. Um, that's something I think is a great point that I honestly didn't even think of. And like, I guess as a word of encouragement to people listening, I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half and researching and listening to every other financial podcast for longer than that. And that's something that I'd never heard of, of calling the credit card companies to make sure everything happened on the same day. So even if you're brand new to personal finances and never considered automating, or you're like me and think you know everything about automation, there's still things to learn. So think, thanks for adding that. I appreciate that. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'm learning new stuff all the time as well. And I'll just, just to stress that point, if, if you are just getting started, if you are just starting out, that point is especially powerful because if you are worried about maybe not having enough money to cover the expenses this month, do that first uh, and just make sure that it's all dialed in. So as I said, you can use the checking account to automatically pay your credit card. It'll automatically pay your bills. And then the third kind of bucket will be your investments. So this could be a savings account or multiple savings accounts. If you want to save for like a wedding or some other specific thing, you can have a, a dedicated savings account for that. You can also focus on the long-term investments. And Skylar, I know you're a fan of, of index funds, as am I. That's the majority of my savings are in uh, very simple, plain, boring index funds that just work, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so with the long-term investments, you have the savings account and you just say every month, 
deposit X amount of money into this investment account. So I use Vanguard. I don't get paid to say that. They're just really good. If you want to use Fidelity or some other provider, that's totally cool too. And so that way the money flows through all of your accounts. It comes from your paycheck. It funds your retirement account, your 401k. Your checking account pays off all of your bills. It then funds your various investments. And all of this happens quietly in the background. You don't even have to think about it. Yeah, that's that's super cool. And there's definitely every single like touch point on this automation journey is going to have some sort of automatic withdrawals. Like that's just going to, that's going to be a thing. Your credit cards will allow you to set up auto pay. Your bills will allow you to set up auto pay. Like you said, if you can't pay it on a credit card, it should be able to come right out of your checking. And then mm -hmm. of course, like the investment companies are going to take your money automatically. They all want your money. So they're going to have some <laughs> way for you to do it automatically. Yeah, that's so true. I've never had somebody try and not take my money. Right. It's like, we actually don't accept <laughs> automatic payments. You have to write us, a, send us, send us $50 bills or something. <laughs> so it, two, it's going to try bills. to make it easy. Yeah. $2 bills. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's say someone, so someone just walks through that with us for a few minutes and they get it set it up, get it set up this weekend. What do you think they can do with that newfound wealth, that goal that they're heading towards? that's going to be super easy for them. Oh, there's, there's loads of things. Um, so you can automatically, let's say you want to further grow your wealth. And this is the crazy thing about all of this stuff is like, once you set it up automatically, the momentum just carries. So you can set up uh, like with Vanguard or any other company, like you said, they want your money. Um, you can automatically reinvest the dividends from all those in, uh, index funds. So if you're earning interest or dividends in some way, you can use those to be automatically reinvesting and buying more of those funds. So this is helping you grow. So not only is the the price of the asset going up, hopefully over a long period of time, you're also getting more and more uh, issues of stock or uh, additional money from interest that's going into that. So it's growing faster on two different levels, which is incredible. Uh, if you if you want, you can set up automatic donations. You can do this every week or month. You can set up to your local church. Uh, if you want to donate to um, reduce malaria nets, or not reduce malaria nets, reduce malaria with malaria nets, then you know, that's a really good cause as well. And you can do all of these things if you want. And then when you actually reach financial independence, when you get to the point where you no longer have to work, uh, you can just set it up so that it will automatically withdraw either a certain amount of funds or any of those dividends because you're already getting taxed on that. So like what my wife and I do, we, we have a large number of index funds. The dividends just are sold, or excuse me, the dividends are basically, rather than being reinvested, they're just sent directly into our, our bank account. So every month I get a nice check and I don't have to do anything for it, which is really cool. Uh, if you want, you can go above and beyond that and say, hey, uh, Vanguard or Fidelity or whoever, every month sell a certain number of shares or a certain amount of money uh, worth of shares and just deposit them directly into my checking account as well. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things you can do. And again, like I think one of the things that I was hearing in all of those ways is that could also be automated. Like you set it up so yeah. you're, <laughs> you're receiving that automatic paycheck. And then one of the things that I heard on a different podcast is they have their investment account set up as if they're getting paid a paycheck, but then they're still budgeting and investing based off that paycheck. So they're just keeping that regular paycheck style life that they're used to. But then you're even putting some of that money back that you're being paid from investments back into your machine. It's kind of a, it's a funny circle, but then like, how do you run out of money if you're uh, doing yeah, something like true. that? I've never heard it put that way. I really like that. 
Yeah. So like you create a paycheck for yourself and then you don't have to like change your lifestyle as much because you're used to it. So then you keep just operating on that paycheck twice a month style that you're used to. It can make um, managing all that a lot easier. Like once you get into retirement and things like that. Love that. Awesome. Well, I've had a wonderful, fun conversation. I hope everyone listening's enjoyed this. Uh, We'll wrap it up here. And if you want help with automating, I'm sure Adam, you, we could reach out to him or we can sign up for his book that he is going to be able to give us, which is awesome. And yeah, if you have any questions, please leave comments in social media, but Adam, I'll give you the last word. Is there anything you want to add about automation or anything you want to uh, throw out there to the listeners to have the, how to reach you and everything? Of course. Yeah. So automation is just one way that you can help grow your wealth. Uh, there's a, a lot more that you can learn to basically live the life that you want. And um, if you are interested in the book, it highlights all of the, uh, the tactics and strategies that my wife and I use to both retire when we were 40. And now we get to, to work on dailybetter.org, which is my passion project. So if you're interested in the book, again, this isn't available publicly, but uh, if you want to, as a listener, if you want to access it, it's at dailybetter.org slash book. We also have a short email course about automating your finances that covers quite a bit of what we talked about today. Um, and you just get one small action every day that spells it out for you. And you can get that at dailybetter.org slash automation. Um, so with that in mind, yeah, I, I really did enjoy speaking with, with you, Skylar. I hope everyone got a lot of value from this. And if anyone does have any questions, you can always reach out to me. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. And I always feel like these podcast interviews that I do are maybe a little selfish because honestly, I got a ton of good information from that. So it'll just help me as is, but it'll also help all of our listeners, which is fantastic. And of course, notes, show notes will have all the links that Adam mentioned, and you can find him there and get connected with him there. But Adam, thanks for coming on. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Skylar. Take care, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Adam. I thought it was really great. I really love automation. So this episode really got me pumped up to go automate some things and go get my finances moving and working automatically. I hope it got yours as well. If you want to reach Adam, you can find him at dailybetter.org where he has courses and all sorts of things for you. So make sure to check out his link in the show notes. But thank you everyone for listening. And if you could share with a friend, I would really appreciate it. The podcast is continuing to grow. We're heading towards 100 episodes, which is crazy. But I've learned a lot in this time, so stay tuned for that 100th episode. Thank you all for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk. The Money Talk show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice. Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation. 